When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Joey C. He's been in his game defensively here. All of Brisbane Rod do. And we do have the opening goal of the season. And it's Connor Metcalf who's broken the deadlock. And the South Cardiff gunner fires home with his right foot. Brisbane licking their wounds. The dominant first half has come to nothing. With thanks to Fox Sports. Who's that voice? The opening goal of the A-League season after uh, a nil-nil in the first W-League game, a nil-nil in the first A-League game in Geelong between Western United and Adelaide uh, Adelaide United. We finally got a goal at Redcliffe last night. Really good atmosphere there. Um, boutique ground, packed in. If you're watching from other parts of the world, you're thinking, what is going on in Australia? How can they have people at games into that regard? But Melbourne City getting a first up win over Brisbane Raw. Last year's grand finalist starting in the perfect manner, away from home, getting it done. And against a pretty good Raw side who will get better, two sides, I reckon, who are going to be there or thereabouts when it uh, comes to the finals equation. And Scott Jamison joins us right now on Mornings with Adam Peacock, a Melbourne City captain who's pretty happy, probably sitting with a coffee in his hand, about to get on a plane and go back to Melbourne. Jamo, thanks for joining us, mate. Take us through, from your perspective, uh, your reflections on last night's victory. Good morning, mate. Yeah, um, very pleasing. You know, first game of the season, uh, it was pretty hot out here. Um, you know, Brisbane is, is always like that. It's, uh, it's humid, tough. Um, and you look at the result we had last year, we uh, we folded. So, yeah, very pleased at the fact that we went down to 10 men against a team that was, you know, were, was, was playing well. Um, is very pleasing. Yeah, 77% humidity. The, the majority of you, when you walked off the pitch last night, looked like you'd just been hanging out in a car wash for a couple of hours. It was pretty warm. What did you lose weight-wise? Uh, well, shit, yeah, um, probably about two and a half, three kilos, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm thinking now I should have had a fair few beers on Christmas Day and I would have washed it off last <laughs> night, but um, I was well behaved with, with, with Christmas Day, so it's always like that here, mate. You know, it's, um, it's always hot, sticky, um, and, you know, I, I, I know it's the same for both teams, but, you know, there's no doubt about it. You know, Brisbane, with, with, with training in it every day, we, would, would have an understanding and an advantage of it, but, um, yeah, it's always tough, but you can always get away with a few chocolate cakes before coming to Brisbane because you work it off, that's for sure. Oh, unfortunately, the border's closed. They can't get from Sydney in lockdown to uh, work off said uh, Christmas Ask pudding. Gladys. She'll open it up there, then, yeah. Ask her. She'll do it. Uh, it's not Gladys. It's the Queensland <laughs> border. It's, oh, the other one. It's Anastasia. Anna. Is it Anna? Yeah, Anastasia. Say good day for us, yeah. will you? Um, any danger? Anyway, I will. It's the way it goes. Hey, um, expectations. So you've you've got big expectations, given that Melbourne City have got what they've got. And, and a lot is talked about what the setup of the club 
is like. But on paper is one thing. In football, actually doing it is another. And you nearly did it last season, finishing second in the league and also runners-up in a really tight grand final. So what are the expectations? Are they any different for the club going into this season as opposed to previous when you weren't so close as you have been last? Nah. I mean, this year it's it's pretty clear, you know, Clear and simple, mate. Is, is to win it. Is to is to be the strongest and the best team of uh, in the in the in the land. Um, yeah, we, we came close last year, but you know uh, we weren't good enough. So you know this year we've obviously had to had to improve. You know with recruitment, uh, we've brought in some good players, but also as a team and as a club, you know we, we couldn't stand still. You know we've had to improve our style. We've had to improve off the field, um, and and. And that's the key, you know. We um, we're, we're not shy in saying it. You know, we're, we're publicly stating that we we want to be the best in the land. Uh, we have expectations to be best in the land. If we don't, then we fall short. So, um, you know, that's where we're at, and that, and that's where we want to go. So, you know, with last night, that's um, you know, one small step to, to where we want to go. Paddy Kiznorbo is now the head coach. He was the almost like the guard dog on the on the sideline the last couple of seasons, especially last season. Eric Monbert wasn't a ranter and a raver, or he certainly wasn't on the sideline. Paddy always yeah. was the one yelling out. But now he's the head coach. Monbert is still involved, though, I understand. He's, he's in constant contact with Kuznorbo. So it seems yeah. like the transition isn't like from one style totally to another. Not at all. I mean, I, I spoke to Eric last night pretty much straight after the game. I uh, walked up and, and I had a, a message from him, so... He's definitely still, you know, in and around the club as such. Um, you know, physically no, but you know, definitely um, with, with you know bouncing things off, and I'm sure Paddy's in, in real constant contact with him. But you're right, you know, nothing um, was, was torn down and, and replaced. Um, we make no secret of it that you know, as a as a club, we've we've stuck with what we know last year. But in the same time, you know, we've, we've tried to advance what we did from last year and, and make it better. Um, with Paddy's traits, you know, he's a passionate man, um, he's an intense man, you know, so that is also going to be shown in what we do on the park this year. And, um, you know, I think, you know, without the ball, um, you know, Paddy's traits will, will be definitely be shown. Um, hard last night because of the conditions, but, you know, I, I think you'll find it and it'll be pretty evident without the ball. Um, we'll be harassing, um, we'll be biting, um, you know, really you're chasing down the opposition to, to win the ball back and, uh, and then be able to show showcase our, our style, which is you know obviously keeping the ball and, and, and moving teams around. Yeah, Paddy first up got a yellow card as well. You, you probably haven't mentioned that to him just yet. You've got that level of respect, that separation between player and coach. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's not the case of assistant coach anymore. You can you can have a laugh. Uh, <laughs> no, keep your distance. Um, don't say anything cheeky, or, or, or you'll get the uh, you'll be sitting on the pine uh, next week. So I stay away from it. Andrew Naboot, uh, not sure if you've seen him at breakfast this morning. Scans probably haven't taken place, but it didn't look overly uh, overly great, him coming off of that hamstring. No, not at all. Um, you know, uh, I'm an expert at most things, Adam, as you know, but uh, unfortunately when it comes to being a doctor, uh, I, I'm not, but I'm also pretty uh, pretty black and white in saying that it doesn't look good. Um, yeah, it's obviously one of those situations where First game, you, you, you hope that you get a win, but you also hope you get no injuries. And unfortunately, you know, with Andy, um, it looks pretty bad with his hammy. So we'll return to Melbourne and, and get the scan. But yeah, I think the, the the good thing to come out of it, and, and he might not see it, but his teammates definitely do. You know, the, the the way it happened was was him chasing down a lad who who may have broken and, and maybe counted for them. So, you know, it was fantastic from the big fella. Um, a bit baffling as as he's um, one of the strongest human beings in our team in terms of hamstrings and Nordic. So. 
I um, I've got a fair few questions for our sports science team on, on how the hell we um, you know, we have a man who has a a, a reading of eight hundred in the Nordics breaking down, but this is how it is. In the what? The reading of eight hundred in the, the what? Nordics. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The reading. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's a hamstring test we do, and yeah. um, it's a case of he's probably the record breaker in terms of yeah hamstring uh, strength. So it's just unusual. Where are you? Can you do half that? Uh, no, I beat him. I'm nine hundred. Adam, as you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 very strong. Yeah, you're a weapon. <laughs> Absolutely. Those, uh, the, the, those tree trunks that you carry yourself around on are just like, they take everyone's breath away, Scott. Uh, Scott Jamison from Melbourne City talking here. Let's get a bit general now, Scott, with uh, firstly with Melbourne City Football Club. So one of the, on reflection, knowing the A-League and, and Australian football like I, well, not pretend to know, but I, I know a little bit about it. One of the big problems I reckon that Melbourne City had, or Melbourne Heart when they set up, is they didn't have a geographical reference point to separate themselves from what Melbourne Victory were, which are the established club all across Melbourne. But now that looks like it's happening with the southeast region becoming the new home in a, in a short amount of time soon uh, for Melbourne City. What do you make of this move by the club in general to give itself a geographical reference point? Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, you obviously stated there with, with, with the, the way the land laid in terms of victory, and, and the head start they had on, on, on um, you know, ourselves first and foremost, but then obviously Western United. So, yeah, look, the club, um, you know, made a brave decision and, and a forward-thinking one of that, I think. Yeah, we, we've we've obviously, you know, kind of um, stuck still with, with, I guess, our numbers in membership maybe and our, and our crowds. And, you know, Team 11 there, you know, obviously tried to get into the, to the league but um, fell short. And then, you know, the opportunity to, to, to take... Um, you know, a stance in that region um, popped up, and you know, it's um, it's something that the club uh, took advantage of. And you know, for me, I, I think it's you know one thing to to be made very clear: any of our members who are in the west, the the, the north, or the you know the south um, aren't forgotten. But you know, this is an opportunity for our club, like you said, to to, to really put a foothold in that region and um, engage with the community. And, and it's one thing being there, but you know, as a club and, and, and as a as a team. You know, we really need to do that. We need, we need to get out to the, the community. We need to go to the schools and, and really, you know, make it known that you know, Melbourne City want to be a part of the community. We don't, we don't just get given it. We have to make, um, you know, a, an honor, honourable uh, effort in, in trying to gain their trust. So, you know, that's something we'll be doing. But um, it's exciting. You know, as I said, the club had to do something different. Um, and, and by doing this, it gives us a chance to, to really take that side over. Yeah, they, um, and they look looking hopeful of perhaps building a little boutique stadium down there in the, the Dandenong region. So we'll wait and see what happens with that. A lot of work needs to be done uh, in terms of infrastructure around the club, but it's a it's a positive-looking sign because you, you played last night at a boutique ground and, I mean, you played at Amy Park or, or other grounds around Australia which aren't suited well to having crowds of six, seven, eight thousand, which could can have a good atmosphere if you're in the right ground. And last night certainly was. It, it sounded like there was more than what were there as opposed to other times. If they played that game at Suncorp Stadium, for instance, last night, Scott, it would have sounded like you're playing in an airport hangar. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm a big fan of Suncorp Stadium. Um, been fortunate enough to play when it's been full. But, um, you know, with the, you know, the last few years of, um, you know, the, the the way things have gone, um, you know, playing football at Dolphin Stadium is is, is 10 times better. And, as an opposition player, you know, um, I even stated last year that the fact that, you know, um, we were 3-1 up, um, you know, the crowd really got behind them and, and really pushed them through. So, 
you know, I, I'm definitely an advocate of, of, of trying to get these boutique stadiums in. Uh, I'm also a realist in the sense of, um, you know, these governments and councils, um, you know, obviously haven't, uh, I guess, bought into to our code as such as much as I'd like and I'm sure as much as others, but we need to keep making inroads because, uh, you know, these boutique stadiums are fantastic. You know, I know um, West United are building one. I think, I think that comes around 2052, but at the same time, they're still making effort. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy that our rivals are, are trying to do that, but it's a case of that, mate. You know, we need to try and make um, uh, these stadiums because I think, you know, we look at our sporting uh, brand and what makes, sets us apart from, from other codes is, you know, the, the atmosphere, the fans that can, that can create this atmosphere, you know, and um, it's something that, you know, I know we've had a lot of uh, bad publicity with, with active support and, and all of that, and we're not aligned as such with, with, with that, but we need to get that back, mate. You know, the, the atmosphere when, when you create it with, you know, Western Sydney, uh, you know, obviously Brisbane last night was fantastic. Um, you know, was it's second to none, and that's what sets us apart from the AFL or the rugby league is, is our atmosphere. So it's something that the you know these stadiums need to to, to really push on with, and, and hopefully we can get more of. You mentioned Western Sydney Wanderers there, a former club of yours, one of a few, Scott, in the A League. But uh, Macarthur Bulls no, no. are a new one. Uh, they play their first A-League game tonight. What do you make of their squad and their ambitions, their realistic ambitions for their opening uh, opening season as a club? Yeah, I think in a normal world, you know, we would have played against them and I would have known more about them. But, you know, from the outside and from afar, you know, I can, um, you know, you can look at their team and, and think it's a very experienced team. And, and I think that's key. You know, you, as a new club, you need to set up, you know, a team that's going to be competitive and, and, and they've done that with, with the recruitment. Um, obviously, Ante's you know been around the block with, with you know Papa. Um, he went to the World Cups with Ange, and, and he's been around the national setup and then Matilda. So you know, experienced in that sense. But you know, I, I look at them and, and and they look very good on paper. Um, and then Western Sydney on the flip side, you know, I, I, I like this kind of mentality that they're setting up. That you know, they're pissing off people and um, they're, they're becoming a bit nasty. So um, I look forward to, to seeing that game. Um, you know, we need to create a few headlines along the way, um, set aside from the football. So um, it's going to be interesting when, you know, Western City play a few teams. Um, it's going to be juicy. Yeah, the, the, MacArthur looked to have a great squad. And, and, I mean, Western City potentially have made the signing of the off-season in the coach, Carl Robinson, who did wonderful things with Newcastle Jets in a short amount of time last season. But MacArthur, some of their, their, their signings, Markel Susayeta, who you know from Melbourne City last season, he's yeah. played at the highest level in Spain. And uh, Benyat Echaparia, uh, who's also played with Bill Bow over in Spain. They're, they're two quality, quality signings. Well, that's the thing. I think, you know, um, it's a little bit frustrating with, with Markel because, you know, we um, I guess we did the groundwork for, for West, uh, the MacArthur team there because we settled him in a sense. We gave him an understanding of Australian football and then um, you know, for 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 run for seen reasons, you know, we um, he, he's he's joined Macarthur and and didn't join us. Oh, I don't know if we 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 try to get him back. I don't know, but um, you know, we're settled him in, and he understands the league now, and and he's a fantastic player. I think he'll do super well, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know the other much about the other gentleman. I know his pedigree, and it's you know second to none. But you know, with Markel, um, he's an absolute gentleman. You know, I spoke to Markel upon um, him returning to Australia, and um. You know, he, he's super excited to come back. So I think he'll do super well, mate, to be honest with you. And last one, in a general sense, Scott, with the, the A-League, uh, obviously the, the promotion is not where it was. The hype around it is not where it was 
when Del Piero and Ono and Heskey were doing their thing a few years ago. But that's why in the rear vision mirror now, I just get the feeling, um, just the, the general sense around the clubs who are now essentially running the league, that there is a bit of quiet confidence that it actually will go in the right direction. Not this misguided hope that we've seen sometimes with Australian football. But I don't know if that's if you're feeling the same thing, if you've noticed it as well. But it, oddly enough, in the midst of a pandemic and, and the code not having the hype it once did, that there still is this belief that it can turn into what it needs to be in the future, which is sustainable producing socceroos and good moments week in, week out. Well, 100%. I think we have to be clear and... Um precise when we say I, I think the the league um you know has hit a, a form of um not rock bottom i don't want to be sound so negative but has has hit a, a bottom tier um and i think you know we've, we've all realized that in certain situations that um you know, there's been certain infighting and, and everything like that now with ffa and, and the clubs separating a little bit and, and finding clear air that's a benefit so i, I definitely do agree that you know, we, we, we as a code are kind of looking up rather than, than looking down in, in a sense. You know, we, we are finding the, the, the fact that, you know, we, we, we do have a lot of good things about our game. And, and instead of talking about the shit, you know, we're actually talking about you know, a few more positives, which, which is what we need to do. You know, we, we need to, to make sure our code is, 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 is strong. And then outsiders will, will start looking at like that. So, you know, with the, the, the separation and with the league taking over, um, you know, there will be more publicity. There, there will be more interest um, generated. But you know, as, as a code, um, like I said, you know, we need to get the the active fans, you know, back involved. You know, we need to really generate that, um, you know, buzz because, like I said, I, I, I don't disrespect rugby league or AFL and, and they're, they're powerful, powerful uh, brands, but they don't have that atmosphere. And, and that's what we had, you know, at Western Sydney um, prior to, to Perthek being knocked down. You know, that atmosphere was. Was second to none. We had lots of rugby league players coming to watch because you know the atmosphere. They didn't much about soccer, but they love the atmosphere. And, and um, you know, it's something as a code you know, we really need to, to, to get back. So, you know, I hope with the separation, you know, the clubs, you know, do make an effort to, to really um, you know, bring back the active fans and, and and make it known that we don't want no dickheads. But um, it's something that we need to do. And then, you know, like I said, we build. You know, we we can really push on with. A good quality youngsters, some very good foreigners, and then you know the investment will come, and uh, you know we'll, we'll be, we'll be, I believe, hopefully, um, you know, back to those days of Ono, Pesky, and, and, and bigger and better. Scott Jamison, always good to talk football with you, mate. Congratulations on Melbourne City's first up win and touching base with a, a whole range of other things in Australian football. Uh, go well in a couple of days' time against Adelaide United in your next game. Much appreciated, Adam, and congratulations on SEN getting down to, um, to New South Wales. It's always been a Victoria, so um, it's good to see um, it branching out there. Congratulations on the gig, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Hope it lasts. Scott Jamison joining us on SEN Mornings uh, with me. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Adam Peacock.